Welcome to the Tin Lounge. You've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss a current relevant topic pertaining to the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fan With Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. We won't let you leave without some headlines, so stay with us until the end for excess baggage. Where are you just back from, lady? Uh, I have just returned from the beautiful country of Portugal, which I will tell you right now is a country where I definitely want to immigrate to. And I know people will say I say that about every single place we go to, but I am for sure serious about Portugal. (laughs) For real this time. For real this time. That fam trip was so crazy in that our schedule was so tight. Like we barely had room to breathe, but we still had such amazing experiences. And I just want to shout out the DMC that organized this fam. It's called Tempo Veep. So it's Tempo VIP based in Portugal. Oh my God. They have, I think some of the most amazing connections. Like I learned so much from them in terms of different hotels and tours, but also, you know, destination related information. And I was connected to this fam by Anna from this managing company called, or I guess they represent different DMCs representation hotels. Company. Yeah. Representation company. It's called TL Portfolio. But oh my God, I, from this trip, am now obsessed with marble bathrooms. Oh, yeah. I have showered in so many marble bathrooms now that I cannot shake the memory of showering in a marble bathroom. And it's on my vision board now, like a marble bathroom. (laughs) I love it. It was beautiful. The hotels we stayed in were so amazing. And the food was incredible. I don't think I stopped eating since the moment I got to Portugal. Sounds like Or drinking wine. I drank I drank a year's worth of wine in five days, Kareem. Like so much. It's wine. so funny to me on these fans. I did one similar in Spain where it was just packed to the gills, so structured. And mm-hmm. we drank so much wine, but it was like we were eating all the time. We were walking all the time. I never felt even buzzed except for one time. And that was just a little warm. I didn't fuzzy. feel buzzed at all. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel buzzed at all, which I thought was insane because usually in the States, like wine is what I'm just like, no, I'm not going to do wine because it's really going to impact me. But there it was like, we had four different wines per meal. And I remember sitting down for a meal one night and I'm like, I am going to be so grumpy when I go home and I don't have four wines <laughs> per, per meal because each meal is only one course at home. <laughs> so right. It was it was such a great experience. And I'm so glad I got a chance to go to Portugal because that was one of the canceled trips um, in 2020 that I had. And the thing that I was most disappointed about when my initial Portugal trip was canceled was the fact that I had been dreaming about this pastry, this Portuguese pastry. Yeah. I think we talked about it. It's called pastel de nata. And I had been dreaming about it for years. And I was so excited to have it in March of 2020. It got canceled. So I had to wait like two additional years, almost two years, basically. Finally, we did a gastronomy walking tour. And our guide said, this place is the place 
to eat this pastry. Like once you eat this pastry here, you don't want to eat it anywhere else. <laughs> so P-Town's not going to cut it. <laughs> no, it's not. So if any of you want the name of that bakery, I have it in my photos. I'll be more than happy to send it over to you if you're headed to Portugal and you really want to have the best of the best of this pastry. So good. And tell us about your flight on tap. tap. Upgraded to first. Whoop, whoop. Oh my God. I had filet mignon on the way there and I had like a duck breast on the way back yeah. on real dishes, white tablecloth and wine, of course. But yeah. it was such amazing service on tap. And it was my first time ever going on this airline. And it was just an amazing experience from start to finish. My favorite wine is Portuguese. Vino Verde is my favorite. It has like mm. a tiny bit of effervescence. I mean, yes. if we're not talking bubbly, because bubbles all the way for me, but if we're not, then Vino Verde is my favorite. But you were going to tell me about the safety video, but I made you stop and save it for the podcast. Oh my so. God. Yes. Yeah. So the tap safety video is one of my favorite safety videos on a plane. And I don't know how many people have that ongoing list in their brain of favorite flight safety videos. Um, but <laughs> This one definitely makes top three. Portugal is such a popular place for people to immigrate to. And people say there are so many expats in Portugal, which is true. This particular safety video had people from other countries speaking in Portuguese. And they weren't on a plane. They were in different parts of Portugal but talking about the plane features. So for example, there was this man from England on a golf course. And in Portuguese, he says, in Portugal, it is very tough to keep your belt on. The food is just too good. And he pats his belly. And then he sits in a golf cart. And then he's like, but on your flight, it's important to keep your safety belt on throughout the duration of the flight. And he puts on the seatbelt on a golf cart and like tightens it. It was just so well done. And it just shows you all the different parts of Portugal, but spoken from people who have moved there where Portuguese is not their first language, but they're speaking in Portuguese. So it was just like an absolutely wonderful experience. I watched it in its entirety, both on the way there and the way back, because it was just one of the sweetest things that I've seen. Love it. Now I want to go to Portugal immediately. Do it, do it. <laughs> It's so good. Like the number one question was, where should I move to in Portugal? Right. Right. So that's a tough one. I'll just Madeira, Lisbon. Um, initially I was thinking Lisbon and then we went to Porto and I'm mm -hmm. like, I think Porto is the city, but then our guide, Sylvia, who was amazing. She was like, well, wait till you go to Braga. You will love Braga. And then once you go to Braga, you'll go to this one other place and you'll fall in love with this other place. And I'm like, I'm supposed to be narrowing places down, not adding more to the list. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, I look forward to the day when you and I have to coordinate podcast recording in completely different time zones. We just have the one hour to contend with now, but we can figure yeah, it out yeah. for sure. Yep. <laughs> or we'll both move to Portugal at the same time. Sure. That's totally on the table. <laughs> Definitely a possibility. All right. Well, before we jump into our discussion this week, we wanted to give a shout out to our podcast network, Trav Market Media. 
Head on over to travmarketmedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. First up on the list is something that I think a lot of us have been thinking about um, or even discussing with our clients. This is from Travel Age West. Um, the title is COVID-19 Travel Panic Seems to Be in the Rearview Mirror for Now. And I know the past almost two years have been very emotional for people. Mm -hmm. And especially when it comes to traveling, having travel plans cancel, you know, losing jobs. Like our industry has been so like, it's, it's been so tough in the industry for the past two years because of, you know, new, new things that come out in the media, whether it's like a new variant or new closures, you know, after an announcement is made, you know, there's like a snowball of cancellations potentially coming, you know, all that stuff. However, I think we're at a point where we're not reacting as emotionally to these new announcements. So this article came out on the 20th. So we're recording on the 21st. So it came out yesterday and we have been contending yep. with Omicron for a while now. And um, this article, it basically tells us that heading into 2022, consumers are positive about the future of travel. So MMGY Travel Intelligence 2021 Portrait of American Travelers, and we've mentioned this in the past, they do really great market research for the travel industry. I always love reading the trends from MMGY. Yep. This is their winter edition. It surveyed 4,500 4,500 respondents last October, and it only shows a slight dip in intention to travel from the previous quarter. So 71% intend to take a vacation in the next six months compared to 73% last fall. So barely any change. It goes to show that American travelers have remained positive about the future of travel, and it reflects an overall optimistic attitude about travel as 2022 approaches. Exactly. So what they're saying is, after nearly two years of changing travel protocols, uh, all the shutdowns, border regulations, entry requirements, it seems like, just like us, <laughs> um, future travelers are not being affected as dramatically by these changes and these new variants. And, you know, Teresa and I were talking about how we joke about being dead inside um, when it comes to this stuff, because it's just like a numbness that happens. So, Yes, we're contending with anxiety and worry and fear, and nobody wants to see a repeat of March 2020. But first of all, it's important to remember that it's okay to feel those things, and then you got to move on because no matter how much energy you pour into worrying, it will not change the outcome. This is going to be what it's going to be, and you can't change the path. So, um, Try to allow yourself to feel your feelings and then get to thinking about solutions, get to that place where you can just communicate with your clients without a lot of emotion and just give them their options. I mean, honestly, I have a couple of clients that are considering canceling their January cruises. And then I have another client who was like, I need you to check my price every day because I know it's going to drop and I want to take advantage of it. You know, I've read so many threads on Facebook where people are like, nope, I'm going. I have four cruises booked next year. Like, 
people are learning that we have to learn how to function with COVID. It's not just going to drop off. One of the biggest differences now is that testing is more available to us. Yes. And the fact that we have a vaccine available, which definitely helps people in terms of feeling more comfortable traveling and feeling okay with traveling. And I think one of the biggest things that has helped me, because Lord knows I have gone through the ringer in terms of emotions within the past two years. And I know a lot of us have, we've gone through all the stages of grief. We've been angry. We've been sad. And Mm -hmm. I feel like there were times where my emotions just peaked to like the tallest peak possible. So I think right now I am at a point where I'm like, okay, I have felt those things and it really didn't help the situation overall across the world. It just made me feel really upset. And one thing I had to realize is that to combat that anxiety and to combat that fear, what I had to do was take action for things, figure out solutions, like have the solutions in place. Cause you know, there are going to be times where your clients are going to test positive before going on a trip. There are going to be times where cruises are going to be canceled again. So instead of being upset all over again for like the 10th time, figure out what the next steps are for a solution. For example, over the weekend, I was supposed to have clients leave on Sunday to go to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico requires a COVID test for people who are unvaccinated, including children who can't be vaccinated if they're over the age of two. These clients had a two-year-old daughter, got a PCR test. The daughter's test comes back positive. And I, you know, when I got the email, I shocked myself in that I didn't feel anything regarding the trip. I felt awful for my clients who had to deal with their daughter testing positive for COVID. But as it related to their trip, I wasn't upset. I wasn't angry or sad. I, you know, I just knew, okay, now that I know that this is happening, I need to take the next steps to figure out how I can be the solution for my clients and how I can make this work. And of course, for this particular one, they did not take travel insurance. They lost the money for the hotel, which was about $2,100. And in the past, when I would have to give news like this, I would feel so bad. But in this case, I had offered it. I had suggested travel insurance. So basically all the information I had, whether it was good news or bad news, I just gave them the news as it was. None of it was my fault. Things were out of my control, but I controlled the things that I could, which was figuring out what the next steps were. And we got everything figured out and I did not shed one tear. I did not yell. I did not do any of those things that I used to do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that's the way that we really have to move forward now is just to figure out what's, what's, what's the action that we have to take versus, you know, feeling, feeling sad or feeling bad. Yeah. I have to say that one, one thing that I can be grateful for during this time is this skill I've learned to remove the emotion from the situation. Now, Teresa and I are both criers. We're both very emotional Virgos. I would like feel sick to my stomach and want to cry. And for things that were not 
something I had control over, but I couldn't stop all that emotion. And now because I've just been beaten to death with it, I don't feel that way anymore. And I am actually grateful for that because that was a lot of stress on me. And it's Mm -hmm. not that I don't empathize with my clients. I certainly do. I just don't take personal responsibility for something that isn't mine to take responsibility. Right. Right. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I remember when I when I finally got to that point, I'm like, is this what it feels like for normal people who aren't emotional? Yeah, they can separate exactly. their emotions from the situation. I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. <laughs> I have a friend who's like, well, you can't cry. I'm like, it's not a choice. <laughs> I'm not, if I could not cry, I would not cry. <laughs> but anywho, yeah. let me tell you some fast facts from this article, Who, which by the way is by Emma Weissman, whenever I read <laughs> Um, So it says vaccinated travelers are more worried about contracting or spreading COVID-19 than non-vaccinated travelers, but they continue to travel and are more likely to stay in a hotel or take a flight in the next six months. Um, And then according to MMGY Travel Intelligence, the survey shows continued strength and optimism in the leisure travel segment as consumers continue to accept COVID-19 travel risks as manageable. The organization believes 2022 will be characterized by growth in consumers' length of stay and travel farther from home and major vacations rather than local trips. This article also mentions two generations in particular who stand out when it comes to travel intentions, boomers and millennials. It says affluent baby boomers and millennials will be the drivers of domestic travel growth in 2022. 87% of baby boomers report that they are vaccinated against COVID-19, the most of any generation surveyed, and they also lead all generations in travel spending intentions, which has risen consistently for the last three quarters. Um, Income is also a factor. Um, But when it comes to millennials, they lead all generations in the number of trips planned, 4.4 per year, and are also the most likely to take a cruise in the next six months. Shout out to all our fellow millennials. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And at the end, they're saying what they're saying 22 brings is a new year of possibilities for travelers. As 2022 approaches and travelers begin to embrace a new year of possibilities, it seems that the Delta variant has had only a nominal impact on willingness to travel. This is from Chris Davidson, executive vice president of MMGY. And he says, we also believe, or we believe we are past serious virus-related barriers in travel, although the emergence of Omicron will have a small short-term effect. Holiday travel is already back to pre-pandemic levels, and we expect Americans to hit the roads and skies with continued passion and positivity in the new year. Yeah, baby. I that was me, not Chris. Am- oh, <laughs> he probably did say that, though, <laughs> in his head. So yeah, yeah. you're not wrong. <laughs> Our next article is also from Travel Age West. Most US TOA members say travel advisors are key to business success in 2022. And what I have to say to that is, well, duh, of course we are. 100%. Any, like, I don't want to name names, but there's a particular resort brand, all-inclusive resort brand that seems to be taking a hard, like taking action that would encourage mm, direct booking and cut TAs out. And I don't think that's going to work out so well, not during this time. I remember when a particular cruise line did this a few years ago, and then there was 
there were like two or three issues that happened right in a row that hit the cruise industry hard. And they were like, oh, whoops, that was a bad idea. <laughs> and they turned it around. Um, and I think we're going to see that too. Any smart tour operator or supplier in any way should know that we are their best chance at recovering, right? Especially if those companies don't have insane amounts of marketing dollars to spend to advertise to the general consumer. Guess who the people are who are going to be bringing clients to you? Travel advisors. We know you. So, you know, we'll we'll see how this all-inclusive resort does, but there are plenty other ones out there who are TA-friendly that I know a lot of us will be willing to use. Well, the thing is, too, not just our clients – Everyone, I'm sure everyone's going through the same thing I am, where people have the nerve to Facebook DM you and ask you for advice for something they didn't book through you or because they're looking to book. Yeah. Uh So they want our opinion. They look to us to help guide their choices. So even when they're not booking through us, they're still looking for our guidance. They're still checking our Instagram pages. They're still, you know, a friend of mine just booked a trip. She doesn't book her travel through me because she normally uses points. She was looking through my Instagram feed to look at the hotels that had been highlighted by me. So whether they're we booking are through us or not. We are what you might call yeah. influencers. Indeed we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> So USTOA held the annual conference and marketplace December 7th through 10th. And according to the survey, which is conducted in early November, 93% of members anticipate growth in sales in 2022. 65% of those respondents are optimistic and forecasting a boom year with growth anywhere from 7% to 10% and higher. Yep. And based on what I've seen in my own business the past few weeks and into this week and next week, I feel like the boom year is here. Oh, it is. Wave season started early. The boom is happening. Um, When asked about their company's outlook on when the travel industry will see a full recovery of business, half say that by the end of 2023, they'll see it. And another 20% expect a full recovery by the end of 22. Another 20% of respondents foresee a full recovery of business by the end of 24. So that's pretty pretty standard from what we've been seeing. But I like that 20% that's saying by the end of 22. That's what I'm going to shoot for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I already feel it. I already see it. So we know it's coming. And um on this art or in this article, they do give top destinations for 22 and other travel trends to look at. And y'all know how much we love these travel trends because yes, it we do keeps us on our toes, keeps us prepared. Um, when asked about the top three international destinations travelers are booking for 22, Europe continued to have a strong presence. Italy topped the list, followed by France and Greece tied for second, and Ireland ranked third. On the home front, members report that travelers are gravitating toward locations with wide open spaces. National parks were named the top domestic destination for 22. Alaska followed in second with Hawaii in third. Yeah, they also mentioned that sustainability is a critical global issue. And all of their members recognize how important responsible travel practices are to building that Mm -hmm. long lasting future for tourism. And based on existing customer bookings, Members chose small group tours as the most popular travel product for 22 
FIT ranked second, followed by private groups, classic group tours, river cruising and small ship cruising, and then ocean cruising with medium to large ships rounded out the list. So once again, another article highlighting how wonderful we are and how important we are to the recovery of the industry. We like those articles, right? We love those articles because you know what? We know we're worth it. <laughs> Baby, I'm worth it. guys we play such an important role in the travel industry and sometimes when i sit and think about our industry as a whole whether that's on a cruise ship and me seeing how many people the cruise lines employ to just going on tours to going to different destinations we play such an important role in keeping our industry moving so don't forget that. Like you are so important. Provide the solutions for your clients. Be the guide for your clients. They need you. People need you. They need us. So yeah. we're we're here to help them. We're here to be of service to them. Something I have been doing, which I've said before, but I forget it myself, is shifting my language from I have to to I get to. So I was just dealing with a particularly difficult client last minute cancellation, pushing to March. And I was feeling a little bit bitter about it. Not that I blame them for canceling. I This guy is just a lot. And I just kept telling myself, I get to help this family save this vacation. We're going to move it out to March. But instead of I have to move this trip, it was I get to help this family save their vacation. And that sounds cheesy and cliche, but I, honestly, it helps it helps me. And then um, I know one of my friends who listens to this podcast cut, bleh, podcast is going to laugh at me because one of the sayings that I say all the time is, if you can't get out of it, get into it. So like trying to shift my mind, like this has to be done. Let me just see how quickly, let me challenge myself to see how efficiently I can get this done. Let me, you know, like just get into it, like shift from that really negative approach to making it positive. It honestly helps a lot. Yeah. For sure. It's the mental game. I think that's the hardest is to get out of our own heads. Especially on the roller coaster we're on. Like, yes, who wouldn't be? <laughs> well, we've got one more article for you today that uh, is from afar, and it's 10 last minute gift ideas for frequent travelers. Now, some of these, I probably wouldn't want to send this to a client, this article, because it's telling things like, Scott's Cheap Flights membership or Airbnb gift cards. So those aren't really ideal for us. But there was a few things in here that I thought was a good idea. Say you wanted to do a newsletter and include some of these or do like a an Instagram carousel and include or something you might want to buy for a client. Um, so one is a National Parks Pass. Obviously, that's extremely popular right now, the National Parks. I don't know. Some of this stuff is camping. So hip camp or tenter, probably not for us. But I loved the idea of a flytographer vacation photo shoot. That could be something really interesting for us to give as a gift to a client. Maybe your top special client that you want to let them know how much you appreciate their support for these last couple of years. Another suggestion was a wine club membership or language classes like Rosetta Stone. I personally am a huge fan of the Pimsleur app. I don't know if you can do a gift card for that, but that's something to consider. 
And then clear membership. That would be a really cool one if your client doesn't already have, say, global entry, because even if they have TSA pre-check, clear will still speed up. Actually, we were we made a booster shot run to Orlando last week, and I was like, what are people even doing that don't have TSA pre-check? What are you doing with your life? Because it was a hellscape, the security line, and we just breezed right through. And if you're going to get TSA pre-check, go ahead and just do global entry. Well, that's what I want to do, but I got to figure out the timing for when I'm in the States, for sure. That is very true. So worth it. Every time when I go through, I just... First of all, you feel like you're royalty. Second of all, if I don't have to take out my laptop or my shoes or any of those things, I love it. And then when I go to certain airports, because certain airlines, they have, like, for example, when I was at JFK, I was check, I was going through security and I still had to remove my laptop at JFK, even though I had TSA pre-check. And they didn't have a separate TSA pre-check line when I was there. I just had to tell the people, hey, I have TSA pre-check. And they're like, okay, you can keep your shoes on. You still have to remove your laptop. Or when I was flying Emirates and Turkish Airlines over the summer for a couple of different trips, they didn't have a separate TSA pre-check line. They just gave you a piece of paper that showed that you had TSA pre-check. So Mm -mm. yeah, when it comes to that, I'm just like, are you serious? You know, I'm paying for this, right? Kind of thing. I'm like, Teresa, don't, don't be bougie. Don't be bougie. But then again, I'm paying for this. (laughs) I paid for special treatment and I want it. (laughs) I want this special treatment. (laughs) One last gift that they recommended was Rome custom luggage, uh, a gift card, which I'm going to have to go look at this. Apparently Rome is totally customizable down to the zipper colors. But I mean, away bags are really popular. A gift card to anything like that, I'm sure a lot of people would really appreciate. So if you are struggling with a last minute gift, there you are. You're <laughs> or welcome. if you want to tell someone what you want, because you're the avid traveler. I would like a full um, paid for luxury trip, please. That would be a yes. great last minute gift. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> All right, should we jump into some headlines? I think so, I'm ready. Okay, it's time for Excess Baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory, so you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. According to Travel Market Report, Cruise is now the top travel product sold by travel agencies, overtaking all-inclusives, a bullish sign for the recovery of the travel industry post-COVID-19. They also report that ASTA is continuing to push for small business relief ahead of the holidays, In a letter to House and Senate leadership asked to ask Congress to continue to work to protect the economic health and well-being of America's small businesses, especially those most affected by the pandemic. An article from Travel Pulse says that Carnival Corp., the world's largest cruise company, celebrated the official opening of the two-berth Dubai Harbor Cruise Terminal. The project with Shamal Holding resulted from a strategic partnership signed in 2018 to develop the new cruise port as the main hub for cruise tourism in Dubai. Another one from them says that Greece will require pre-travel PCR tests taken within 48 hours. As of December 19th, all foreign visitors over the age of 12, regardless of their vaccination status, will need to provide negative results from a COVID-19 PCR test taken within 48 hours of arrival in the Hellenic Republic. 
Travel Agent Central reports that 48 of the 6,091 guests and crew aboard the Symphony of the Seas December 11th sailing tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. That cruise ended in South Florida on Saturday, December 18th. Royal Caribbean also said that each person identified as positive quickly went into quarantine. Everyone who tested positive was asymptomatic or had mild symptoms, and the line continuously monitored their health. Six guests were disembarked earlier in the cruise and were transported home. Several other guests received assistance upon arrival back into the U.S. on December 18th. And I'd just like to add that's 0.8% of the passengers. But they never put that in the, in the headline. <laughs> Uh, They also report that European countries are taking measures to curb the spread of Omicron COVID-19 variant. Germany has banned UK travel and the Netherlands entered lockdown this past weekend. According to Travel Weekly, Royal Caribbean's Wonder of the Seas is headed for Port Canaveral in summer 2023. The Wonder of the Seas, the latest in the Oasis class, will make its debut in March in Fort Lauderdale. The ship will sail the Caribbean in its inaugural season, followed by a summer in Europe, and then we'll call Port Canaveral home in the following summer, where it will be joined as a mar- joined by the Mariner of the Seas. Meanwhile, the Harmony of the Seas will sail from Miami for the first time in the summer of 2023. Another one from them says that Scenic Luxury Cruises plans to kick off a culinary-themed river cruise in fall 2022, set to sail from the south of France with an award-winning reality star chef. Top Chef alumni Brian Voltaggio will make a guest appearance on board the cruise, which will include custom menus, learning opportunities with guests, and the chance to dine with him. The 11-day round-trip cruise launches from Lyon on October 20th. And one last one from Travel Weekly says that the Orient Express is returning to Italy with La Dolce Vita trains set to begin operations in 2023. And for our high note today, Recommend Magazine reports that you can now earn 22% commission in 2022 when booking virgin voyages during wave season. In addition, your clients will save 20% off any voyage, and they'll also get an additional 100 toward a prepaid bar tab, plus they receive an extra 10% off if they plan ahead and book with the pay-in-full discount. Sailors will also receive $600 worth of extras, such as dining at 20-plus eateries, all gratuities, free Wi-Fi, basic beverages, and unlimited group fitness classes. Yowza! And that's it for Excess Baggage. Just a reminder that all the articles we've referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news, we're just sharing it. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and or share the show. Also head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. On behalf of Corrine and I, and the Trav Market Media Podcast Network, have a wonderful holiday season with your families. Christmas is on Saturday. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's your like favorite. How? It's my favorite, but I still can't believe that it is here. Yeah. Well, it's the Christmas season, so I'll have my tree up until at least Epiphany in January. <laughs> I have no tree. I'm a Scrooge. But it's so beautiful here, and you have to come see me at Christmas tree, so you'll lose your mind. I saw your photos, and <laughs> literally every day you're convincing me that I I have to live in Mexico sometime <laughs> in my life. Yes, absolutely. Before, after Portugal, like I don't know. It'll be one of those things. You'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello? Please shoot us. Please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at the tin lounge dot com. We'll see you next week. Bye. Cause, cause, cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it.